top experts share their advice at the just-concluded ISMG Fraud and Breach Prevention Summit in Toronto and getting security technologists and the board to speak the same language. These stories and more coming up in the ISMG Security Report. Hello, Amarek Chabro. We start off today's report with a look at the just-completed ISMG Fraud and Breach Prevention Summit in Toronto. Steve Durbin is Managing Director of the Information Security Forum and his keynote address focused on the emerging threat landscape. I caught up with Durbin after his speech and asked him about one of the key points he made, that the complexity of data and the lack of transparency facilitates cyber risk. It's really about if you don't know where the information is, how do you go about protecting it? And the the challenge that we face is that we're creating so much information. We don't necessarily know where it is at any single point in time because we're sharing it so readily. And that's the, the biggest challenge from a security standpoint. How do you identify information, keep track of it so that you can protect it? How do you mitigate that? First of all, you have to identify what's important. Secondly, then you really want to locate the different stages of transfer of that information. So it may well be that you're sharing it with a third party, for instance. Dig into that. Come up with the roadmap. What is the footprint that you have for that asset that you're trying to keep tabs on? If you can do that, then you stand a chance of being able to put in place some protection around it. Another summit presenter was Brian Engel. He's executive director of the Retail Cyber Intelligence Center. And Engel makes the point that many organizations remain vulnerable to fraud and cyber attacks because they address those disciplines separately. With fraud and cybersecurity being dealt with by many organizations as two separate issues, and they're sometimes siloed by two separate groups, the inability to kind of put those two pieces together is putting us at a disadvantage. The criminals are using cybersecurity elements to then get to the more valuable information things that they're trying to steal and then committing fraud. So if we don't start to converge those two practices together, share information across how those things are occurring within organizations, we're at a significant disadvantage towards preventing them. Tracy Kitten is executive editor of Bank Info Security and directed editorial content development for the Toronto Summit. Kitten points out that an often repeated theme surfacing in summit sessions is the need for the IT and IT security organizations to communicate about fraud, cybersecurity, and cyber risk with organizations' boards of directors and top executives. As Kitten says, that's not a new problem. But something new that did come up at this event is that the communication that we see between the security department, the IT department, the C-suite, and the board is disconnected. So we have IT guys who are still talking IT lingo. We have boards who don't really understand what the IT department is asking for, and so therefore they're saying, you know what, we don't get it, we're not going to invest in this. It's the same problem that we've seen for the last two to three years, but I don't think that it's ever been articulated in such a way. It's, It's really a communication issue between IT, security, and the board, and that's what needs to be addressed. ISMG's Jeremy Kirk attended another security conference this past week in a Commonwealth nation across the globe in Australia. And Kirk picks up on Kitten's observation and explains how one chief information security officer gets his security message across to his board members. Executive boards these days have a clear perspective of just how damaging an information security incident can be. But while it's advocated that cybersecurity should be a front and center topic as part of business continuity discussions, it's still not necessarily an easy one. It's an arcane topic that can quickly go down the rabbit's hole, with graphs of vulnerabilities patched and thick compliance reports. 
Most experts would accept that no box ticking or patching guarantees that an organization is completely secure, and it's hard for executives to wrap their heads around the technical minutiae. David Hahn, a vice president and CISO at publishing giant Hearst Corporation, has found ways to not cause the eyes of his company's board to glaze over when he speaks. He shared some of his board handling tips during a panel discussion at the Security Innovation Network conference in Sydney earlier this week. The first tip... Explain it in a story. I don't go into a lot of complicated statistics, like yeah, how many vulnerabilities do you have, and you know, how many breaches have you had, how many attacks have you had. What the board wants to hear is how Han runs the information security program and how that work is reducing the company's risk profile. Boards want to see some numbers and hear of progress, of course, but since sound cybersecurity is a long-term campaign, Han advises that it's a year-over-year program. Encouragingly, the message is getting through, he says. Hearst is pursuing a digital strategy, and with that, more risk is incurred. The Sony Pictures Entertainment attacks were a turning point for Hearst Board in recognizing the dangers. Han says the payment card hacks of Target and Home Depot didn't resonate nearly as strongly since those businesses are very different from Hearst. Really, Sony was a representation of disrupting your business at a level that no one had ever seen before. So it's not just about data theft in terms of you lost credit card numbers and fine and things. So even when Target and Home Depot, all these things, you know, it didn't really resonate with the board to the same level because we're not exactly the same. Han also uses another successful approach. He takes executives aside to have one-on-one -on -one conversations outside of the twice-yearly meetings. Board members often don't want to ask technical questions publicly for fear of embarrassing themselves. So Han says the personal chats can allow them to speak more freely, such as asking what an APT is. That's security industry jargon for an advanced group of attackers. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Jeremy Kirk. You're listening to the ISMG Security Report on ISMG Radio. ISMG, your number one source for information security news. Communicating with the board is just one challenge facing the Chief Information Security Officer. And as ISMG's Varun Haran reports, the hard work new CISOs undertake begins on day one of their new jobs. For a new security leader, the crucial first 100 days on the job is a period that can go past in a blur. As a new CISO takes up the helm, he or she is going to be overwhelmed with a lot of input, numerous initiatives and meetings with business owners, some of whom may not even like security. According to Tom Schultz, research vice president at analyst firm Gartner, the key objective in the first three months should not be to try and do too much. New CISOs need to instead focus on establishing that platform of credibility that they can leverage for the rest of their tenure. Schultz says a new CISO must do three key things. The first is to establish and maintain relationships with key stakeholders and influencers. Meet and engage with the people that can influence your role and who you can leverage effectively to communicate your ideas. The second is to articulate and communicate a clear vision of where you want to take the security program. And this is extremely important in the first few months to get those key stakeholders on board. The third is to focus on a small number of key projects. Here's what Schultz has to say on what to avoid doing in the same period. Some of the common mistakes that people tend to make blame their predecessor for things that have gone wrong and that tends to set a negative tone. The other big problem we often see is that people tend to focus a lot on the technical aspects and then forget the, the, the people and process aspects of security. As the new security leader, make sure that you remember that all security controls and, and effective security consists of or, or is based upon a balance of technology, people and processes. And then thirdly, it's trying to do too much in the first couple of months. It, it's all about focus. Traditionally, CISOs have always found communicating with the business a challenge. And Schultz says that the key element to succeeding here is to try and avoid technical language as much as possible. It might be a good idea to go and get some communications training to speak with the business better. And to ensure that your key presentations are on point, you could even enlist the help 
help of somebody from the business to be a sounding board and give you feedback for your drafts to help you align your presentations in the context of the business. It's almost like you're asking somebody from the business that will listen to your first draft of the presentation, listen to your key messages, and then they will help you translate your messages from the traditional security-specific speak into more business language. For Information Security Media Group, this is Varun Harad. Finally, the Department of Homeland Security's United States Computer Emergency Readiness Team is issuing a warning that all organizations must do more to lock down their networking equipment. As the warning states, vulnerable network devices have been the attack vector of choice and one of the most effective techniques for sophisticated hackers and advanced threat actors. As Data Breach Today executive editor Matt Schwartz points out in his blog, Security experts believe the U.S. CERT warning was prompted by Equation Group exploits, and they believe the Equation Group is tied to the National Security Agency's in-house hacking squad. In other words, Schwartz says, the sophisticated hacker alert from one U.S. federal government agency was triggered by attack capabilities apparently traced to another government agency. Feels like a family affair, doesn't it? That's the ISMG Security Report. Our theme is by Ithaca Audio. I'm Eric Chabro. Catch you next time.